How's it going, guys? This is Sunny D. You're now listening to the YFYI podcast. On the episode you're about to listen to, this is going to be a recording of the live story time with Sunny D. It's a new series that I just started where I go live on Facebook, live on Instagram in the morning, 9 a.m. Grab your coffee, join me for a live. But this is going to be the recording where I'm reading from the YFYI book series, a chapter each session. In this chapter, I'm reading chapter five from your first year in the beauty industry, Hustle Muscle, What's Your DNA? And the cool thing about it is I go off the cuff. I start adding, editing, real time, things that are going to be current for you, especially right now if you guys are going through what we're all going through, the coronavirus pandemic and the new corona economy. So it's cool because I get to expand on that. So I hope you enjoy this. This is the second live story time with Sunny D on this episode of the YFYI podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Your first year in the beauty industry, you know, how to not just survive, but thrive in the business of beauty. And in this book, you know, I dig into all of those kind of beginning phases, you know, building, if you're building a clientele, right? Building a clientele in itself is a big challenge <clears throat> because you have to go out and get it. You have to be, you know, willing to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You're talking to a lot of people. You don't necessarily know most of those people. And so it's all a new experience for you. It's a new kind of journey for you. So that's how I felt coming out now. Graduating from school in 2005 to here we are 2020. So going on 15 years I'm still building a business. I'm still maintaining a business. I'm still, you know, working hard every single day to keep my business going. So it really never ends. It never stops. Um, so that's something that in, you constantly have to be thinking about reinventing yourself. And I've been wanting to do story time forever, but you know, running salons, we've got you know four salons in two different states with teams all over the place. You know, having time to to really bring this to fruition is a little bit tricky. So now that we find ourselves in this new uh, what I call the Corona economy, you know, we've all have nothing but time. So if you didn't have time, now you're flooded with time. Now you have so much time you don't know what to do with. And so I decided I'm gonna start doing story time. And now it's a morning ritual. Today's the second day. Uh, we may do it tomorrow, I'm not sure. You'll see if there's any notifications. Um, but I'm, if, I'm, if I don't do it tomorrow, you know, I'll do it Monday. Um, but 9 a.m., we wake up, <clears throat> grab your coffee, and come hang out with me. I, I feel like uh, Mr. Rogers, you know, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I don't know if my, my shoes are as cool as Mr. Mr. Rogers' shoes are. But I need to get the sweater. I need to get the, you know, the, the sweater vest. Maybe I'll get one of those for one of the future story times. But I just invite you into my, into my library, into my world for a little bit, share some stories. And the cool thing about it is as I'm reading through these stories, I'm able to, you know, I'm able to do a little ad lib. I'm able to do a little real time editing because a lot of these principles, you know, they can be adjusted depending on where you're at in your journey. They can be adjusted depending on, you know, what's going on in your world. And right now, everybody's world is, is you know, it's been affected, it's been changed, it's been altered. It's been, um, it's been totally kind of flipped upside down. You know, and we know most states right now are under this, you know, stay-at-home order, essential businesses only. And so finding out, right, that all of my businesses were deemed non-essential, you know, and all of our businesses have now been shut down for weeks, you know, it's, it's now time to like take a fresh look and kind of reimagine your business. It's time to take a fresh look and reimagine your approach to business. It's time to take a fresh look and reimagine your approach to your clientele, building your clientele, servicing your clientele. A lot of us, especially in my industry, I'm a hairdresser, you know, and working behind the chair is not an option right now. So we're all figuring out how to work at a distance and working at a distance when you're a hairdresser, you know, it's kind of like 
is that a joke? Like, how the hell are you supposed to, you know, keep six feet in between you and your guest? You know, and I'm tall, I'm six foot four, and my arms maybe on a good day are three to four feet long, but that still doesn't fit inside the guidelines of six feet in between. So having to shut down all of our businesses and having to reimagine, I thought this is a perfect time to jump in to these books and kind of share some insight and build and, you know, essentially kind of recreate and, and you know, in live and with you guys. So it's, you know, something I'm excited to do and share with you. Um, yesterday, I kind of went into the intro. So the video is probably up on my Facebook or if you're on Instagram, I know I put it up on the story, but I kind of went into the intro and some of my backstory. And that was the intro. If you have these books, I mean, follow along, take notes. I'm going to be going off the cuff quite a bit as I go through the stories. But yeah, take some notes, you know, mark it up, and hopefully we can have some fun with this. So I'm gonna be reading from the first book, which is your first year in the beauty industry. Uh, I'll pick the other one up, you know, at some point as we're going through story time, your first year in salon ownership. That's gonna kind of focus on what I learned since opening my first salon in 2009 till where I'm at today. Um, but this first book here, your first year in, this is kind of that first 12 to 18 months. I say it's like a GPS. Helps you kind of navigate the beginnings of your career. Everywhere from just out of school to 30 years in the industry, people that have gotten this book have given me some really great feedback because some people kind of feel like they're in that first year even though they've been doing hair for a long time. Maybe their business is kind of flatlined. Maybe you know, it plateaued a little bit and they're maybe trying to reinvent, you know, where they're at. They're trying to reinvent their systems. They're trying to reinvent their business. So that's another um, opportunity for them to kind of get back into the game of being a first year mindset, you know, and you can think about it like that too. I mean, first year isn't, you know, it, it's a mindset as well. I'm always looking at first year. You know, one of the companies that I follow and study and have read a lot about, you know, Amazon, which everybody knows, they have this mentality in their company about it always being like day one, you know? So that's been, and they've been around for 20 something years. And so what about you? If you adopted that kind of mentality of that first year mentality, your first year in, you know, in even if you're in your third year, second year, fifth year, 10th year, in my case, 15th year. And some of you guys that are watching, you may be 30 years in the game. What if you always approached every single day, every single task, every single obstacle as and you had that first year mentality? So I think it's not only it's it's you know practical you know tools that you can use, but it also is really it's a mentality, it's a way of thinking. And so that's a lot, you know, a lot to do with you know your approach every single day. So in these chapters, we don't have to go in a certain order. We can kind of go in any order. And so there's, you know, 10 chapters in here and I'm going to read off the chapters <coughs> real quick <coughs> and then we'll pick a chapter and we'll get started. So I went over the intro, um, but the chapters in this book, it's why it's, is this industry for you? So it taps into your meaning and your purpose of going into your career. Chapter two, resumes, portfolios, and other waste of time. Chapter three is salon interviews with a capital S. It's not love at first sight. Chapter four is show me the money. Numbers don't lie. Chapter five is hustle muscle. What's your DNA? Chapter six is networking, do or die. Chapter seven is goals, set them, but don't forget them. Chapter eight is mentors versus coaches. Why you need them both. Chapter nine is about location, 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 why bouncing around will ruin your career. And chapter 10 is what if you do make it? And then I have some final thoughts. So let's see. So we went with, uh, we went with uh, our introduction yesterday. What chapter should we go into today? Let's go into, go for, we'll go into chapter five. So we're going to go into chapter five today. So chapter five is hustle muscle. What's your DNA? And I think right now, I think that'll be, you know, a kind of interesting little topic to study because right now everyone's having to figure out what they're about, right? If you got sent home for the last few weeks, 
you're really getting tried and tested. And that first, let me guess how that first couple of days went. That first couple of days, it was like, oh sweet, I'm gonna get things done, I'm gonna get caught up around the house, I'm gonna get my shit tightened up, I'm gonna, you know, do my do all my laundry, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe do this, do that, maybe I'm just gonna relax a little, watch a little Netflix. You know, that might have been like good, right? That first, you know, few days, like a long weekend. You know, but then at the end of that, that first week, <clears throat> right? Some of the realities start to set in. You know, this is kind of like my predicament. And if you're lucky enough to be still earning income, if you're able to earn income, good on you. But a lot of people, especially people in my industry, you know, we're not doing hair, we're not, you know, moving products, we're not making money. And so then it becomes a test against time, right? And I have time, I always have time around me, it's a big part of my life. Um, keeping score, you do more, keeping time tracking, you know, time and distance is, you know, time is the great equalizer. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. The thing that makes us all equal, you know, isn't height, weight, or bank account, it's time. You know, so we all have the same 24 hours in a day. You know, you don't get 61 seconds in a minute. You know, you get 60 just like me. I don't care if you're a billionaire, I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, time is the equalizer. Whether you speak English, Spanish, whatever, time is the equalizer. And it's how we manage that time, how we negotiate the time. You know, time communicates to us and we communicate to it. And as a human being, you know, it's always, it's a matter of really dealing with time. And no one has an unlimited amount everyone has the amount they have. So saying that, it's, it's like when you think about it, like you don't get a special deal. Like I talked about Amazon, like Jeff Bezos, because he's a billionaire, multi-billionaire, he doesn't get a special deal. He doesn't get like more time than you or me or your next door neighbor or your, your classmate or your colleague or the person at the cubicle next to you, the person at the office across the hall. Nobody gets a special deal but it's how we manage that time. And when it comes to this chapter about hustle, uh, we're gonna get into a lot of that. And I'll be, like I said, going off script a bit. So this is chapter five, this is story time, YFY, your first year in, here we go. So chapter five, winners never quit and quitters never win. Start off with a nice quote from Vince Lombardi, one of the great football coaches of all time. Hustle muscle, what's your DNA? Today, we are talking about different names of generations. You hear the words going around, Generation X, Generation Y, and now we're talking about Millennials, and I've even heard the term Generation Flux. There is also Generation W-A-S, as in weak ass sauce. What happened? Where did the hustle go? Hustle is something that cannot be denied. Success acknowledges one thing and one thing only, and that is hard work, or as I would like to say, hustle. To be able to build this business, to be able to build any business and get what you want out of the business, you are going to need to exercise this muscle. Now, how do you know if you have the hustle muscle? Here's some clues. You're rising before everyone else. You're arriving early. You're staying late. These are signals. One of my mentors says that you need to have an immigrant mentality. When you think about it, when an immigrant comes to our country, what do they have to do? And what do they have to get? And what do they not have? What do they need to develop? One of the things they have is that they come to this country with this mentality of looking for freedom, taking care of their family, and they're ready and dying to get here. If you, like me, were lucky enough to be born here, we need to take some lessons from immigrants. Statistics show that immigrants are three times more likely to become millionaires than Americans are. So I'm gonna go off cuff for a second here. So if you think about that, right? 
if you've been, you know, you, you were born here in this country and <clears throat> adopting that mentality and you guys, everybody knows like, you know, like if you have a parent, a lot of people, you know, your parent came, you know, came to this country, they came with like the shirt on their back, they came with nothing in their pocket and they ended up, you know, building a life for you. And what's the goal? The goal is to give back to their kids, let make, you know, help their kids have a better life than they had. You know, they have this mentality, they work their fingers to the bone. But why is that? You know, and I have, I'm not, you know, super, super seasoned worldwide traveler, but here's one thing I know when I work with and, and I, you know, know and have a lot of friends that are immigrants and I look at their parents and look at their work ethic, there's definitely, there's definitely some signals there. And the statistics about them being three times more likely to become a millionaire and they're coming with maybe not even the language, learning a new language, learning a new trade, building businesses. A lot of immigrants get into entrepreneurship, building a business, you know, so there's something to learn there. So I'm going to go back to the book. So they're three times more likely to become millionaires than Americans are. The inter interesting thing I find is that only 13% of our population are immigrants. And when it comes to millionaire status, there are only one out of 25 families that are millionaires. So what do they have that we don't? They have what I believe is called the hustle muscle. And that starts with an attitude. It is an attitude that is going to get you to work through pain. Developing this hustle muscle does not take a lot. It just takes will. Saying to yourself things like, I will do this and not giving yourself an easy way out. As I look at the generation that is coming out, the new producers, the generation that is coming into the workforce, the highest producing generation that the world has ever seen, I do believe there is a lack of hustle muscle. I believe we are growing up in a generation of softness, a generation of entitlement, a generation of, I showed up, that should be enough, now pay me. That isn't going to work, especially in our industry. Our industry is huge. It's a $54 billion industry, but the competition is fierce. There are hair salons and opportunities for people to get these services on almost every corner. The person that shows up early, stays late, has the hustle muscle, is guaranteed to win. One of my mentors said, the only place success comes before work is in the dictionary. And I know that is true. What would it mean to you to work through the pain? I think back to the days when I woke up in extreme amounts of pain. When I was in the military and still had to suit up and show up to perform, calling in sick wasn't an option. But in today's day and age, that act alone is costing workforce billions of dollars. And <clears throat> I'm gonna go off script for a second. I think about that, you know, right now, especially, right? You have your, our frontline people, our EMT, our doctors, our firefighters that are out there that are, you know, trying to protect and trying to help and trying to serve. They don't really have that option. I mean, if they're, obviously if they're sick, if they have the virus, then yeah, they can't come in. But how many times, and as you're thinking back through your work history, you know, how many times have you gone in, you know, and you knew like you were in pain, you were sick, you didn't feel like doing it. Those, every time you make that call, every time you make that decision to go in and push through that, you're starting to carve out, you know, and, and start to mold and you start to shape some of that hustle muscle. And so it's, it's shaping it not only physically, but it's also the mentality. Back to the book, back to the story. What is it going to take to develop your hustle muscle? Well, when you think back to why, that will be part of it. When I talk about generation weak as sauce, what happened? Is it because we were given a trophy even though we finished last in a competition? Nowadays, everybody wins. But the reality is everybody does not win. Life is really good for a lot of people, kind of okay for the majority and not good for the rest. The reality of America and the American dream is still alive and well. I believe it exists. 
I do not believe there's any opportunity on the planet better than that in the United States of America. <clears throat> the only problem is Americans not realizing it and thinking it is beneath them to hustle. Hustle is what this country is built on and will be a key ingredient if you're going to survive your first year. Here are some of the things I want you to think about when it comes to hustling. Building your business is a 24-hour operation. You do not get days off, whether it's Sunday or Monday, our typical two days off in our industry. Every time you leave your house, you have the opportunity to come in contact with someone. So you need to have the mentality that business is everywhere. And I'm gonna go off script for a second. If you think about that, you know, I've worked with my entire you know kind of career as a business owner as a salon owner i've worked predominantly with new stylists i work predominantly with and i mean i've had people that have had as much experience that have come to work with me and in our company as you know 10 years five years 13 years experience but every approach i approach as new because we're starting we're going to rebuild this and if you guys listen to the YFYI podcast, I talk about that a lot. It's kind of my closing statement, learning how to build it right once or else you're gonna to have to build it again. So when I have people that have been maybe you know five years, 10 years in the business, and there's very few, we typically hire people right out of school, but those people, it's like taking that mentality and saying, hey, we're starting over, we're gonna rebuild this. And when I talk about business, I mean, business is everywhere. You know, business doesn't only exist in that nine to five, 40 hours a week. Business exists when you go to Starbucks, you go to the gas station, you go to Target, Walmart, wherever. Everywhere you go, you have an opportunity to potentially run into somebody. They're everywhere. Right now they're not, right? Because they're all home. But when you're out, I mean, it's like, it's like Lint. It literally, it's everywhere. And you can pick up new business all the time. You just got to be thinking about that, you know, and how you're going out about your about your business to attract new business back to the story so 24-hour operation every time you leave your house you have the opportunity to come in contact with someone so you need to have the mentality that business is everywhere the products and services that you offer as a beauty industry professional can be found anywhere but most of the time people are not ready to offer them therefore they're missing opportunities just like we talked about and why and wanting success as bad as you want to breathe, you have to want to build your business in the same mentality. Just when you think you have done enough, you have to dig deeper. You have to tell yourself one more rep and then I will stop. For most of us, this muscle that I'm speaking of is referred to as work ethic. Working 50, 60, 70 hours a week amongst high net worth individuals is pretty common practice. You look at some of the highest net worth individuals in the world, people like Warren Buffett, at 80 plus years old, he still works every single day. There is a reason why he is in the position that he is. It is because of work ethic, or as I refer to it, is hustle muscle. In this generation that we are in now, because we maybe are in a cycle where our parents were the hustle muscle generation, that we have now decided to take a back seat and ride on their hard work. For you as an independent business owner, which I need you to get in the mindset of being, you need to develop your hustle muscle. You need to be thinking about a few things. You need to think about what you need to do and if you do not do it, who is going to suffer? Starting with myself, my family, my friends, and of course, my why. Our hustle muscle has gotten out of shape over the last few years. We've gotten accustomed to having things now, having things quickly, getting things in a hurry, not having to work for it, and just having things happen for us. There has been too much of that, and this hustle muscle has gotten extremely flabby and out of shape. And I'm gonna jump back in here for a second. So it's kind of interesting because, you know, this chapter on hustle muscle, I think right now especially, We've had, we've ridden this wave of kind of glory these last, you know, several years where, you know, 2008, we came out of that great recession and things got better. You know, 11, 12, I know I started opening businesses like boom, boom, boom. Everything was just flowing, flowing, flowing. And now all of a sudden, everything just stopped. 
right? The economy just hit the brakes. And right now, more than ever, people that are, you know, out of shape when it comes to hustle, people that are, you know, have gotten lazy and gotten used to the, the, the good times is rolling are going to get exposed. And you'll see, you know, I was on a, a conference yesterday and a couple guys were talking about that. And I, my question I had was, you know, what businesses are going to be there after this pandemic is over? I mean, we're only in the beginning. I mean, this April is, you know, things are going to get worse before they get better, you know, but after this is over, what's going to be on the other side? There's going to be some of our businesses that we, you know, that just do not make it through and they just go away. Some of the businesses that we know and love just won't exist anymore. But at the same time, while this is going on, there's a crazy opportunity for people to reinvent, reimagine, to get their hustle on. So on the other side of this, I really think there's also going to be new businesses that we didn't even think of. There's going to be emerging businesses, businesses that are taken off that were you never even heard of. So there's going to be a lot. So right now is a time if your hustle muscle is a little out of shape and you're having to figure out new things, you know, how to approach your business and how to like reimagine your business. Now is the time, if anything, to be in the hustle muscle gym and to be getting your work on, be learning something new, be studying something new, be trying something new. Now is the time. Now is the time. So I just want you guys to think about that. Back to the story. So how do you know? And we're talking about the hustle muscle getting extremely flabby and out of shape. I want you to think about clock punchers. Many people live and die by the nine to five. One thing I will share with you is any person that is earning six figures or more on average is working 60 hours a week. Your first year is the most important year. This is your do or die year where there is an 80% attrition rate. This will be a deciding factor. How much time will you dedicate to building your business? If you are a spring chicken and you're just getting started, why not put the extra time in now so you can reap the benefits later? Remember that what you are building is an asset of recurring revenue. And if you build it right once, you will not have to build it again. When I look at the current generation, I look at the lack of muscle and the lack of hustle. It's kind of scary. Scary because I know the generation that is coming up now is not going to become the generation we are hoping it will be. We are looking at this generation as doomed. They have not learned some of the basic principles of success, hard work, dedication, and persistence. I do not want to bore you with the, when I was your age, I walked 16 miles in the snow to do a haircut speech. But you do need to compare and contrast. Nowadays, there is a lot of life-work balance talk, and that seems to be cool on a lot of the forums and the blogs on the internet, but what does work-life balance even mean? For some, it means they are not understanding what is work and what is life and how to balance it. If you are committed to your career, then your work and life can truly coexist. If work becomes a burden and you're looking forward to just getting through the week, then you will never get from the week. When you truly find a career that you love and that you enjoy, then work and life are commingled. And I'm going to jump back in here. So when you think about commingled, right? Um, you know, what I do sometimes, I can't really differentiate work, you know, you know, fun, life, balance. Like it, it kind of all does. It blends together. If you're having fun, Right, and that's a big thing in our company at the Salon 1.0. We have our company goals. The first goal is have fun. Second goal, make money. You know, if you start having fun, then you're making money. It doesn't feel like work, and so you can't have that kind of blend. And if you have a career and you get to do that, then that's awesome. Good for you. And if you don't, then you might have to take a step back and think about it, and really kind of imagine like. Is the work that I do fun? Is it do, do I feel good? It's not just I'm getting paid from for doing it, but I'm also feeling good and I'm having fun. Now, could it get routine and monotonous? Yes, right? We don't sometimes like routine. Right now, everybody's like, please God, can I have a routine? Uh, that's, you know, we're coming, you know, like to miss our routine, but it can get like that. But that can be for anything. You know, you're gonna have ups and downs, but the true essence of the work that you're doing if it's fulfilling you, then that 
line will get blurred between what's work and what's just life and that whole balance will be a true kind of balance not like it's either or but it's all and everything back to the story being in the beauty industry is one of those careers i cannot imagine doing anything else being around beauty professionals being able to work with people that i enjoy working with being able to give people the confidence that they get when they have our receive our services and use our products when they feel more confident when they leave the salon than when they entered, it's truly priceless. Understanding that building a clientele still requires an extreme amount of dedication. And in the beginning, when you have no reputation, you are not in demand, is when you need to turn it on and turn it on high. Freedom is not granted. You do not get to show up and then just get the reward and the benefits. The older generations and the older workforce talk about paying your dues. I do not necessarily agree with paying your dues, but I do believe with working your face off to get what you are due. You may not be the smartest, the prettiest, the tallest, or the sharpest, but when it comes to a lot of the areas, but where we are all on the same level playing fields when it comes to hustle, no one has more time in the day than another. No one gets an extra day that and they can squeeze in, and no one, when it comes to hustle, has more or less given to them at birth. Hustle is something that you develop. It is truly a muscle. You need to exercise it. You need to be thinking about the ways you can do what you need to do, and not just to get it done and be done with your work. And after you think you're done, your work still continues. Too many people are ready to clock out or quit before their mission is accomplished. When you're thinking about your career, when you're thinking about where it's going, and I want you to think about where you are and what muscles you need to exercise every day of the week. Yes, that is seven days of the week. There's no other way, there's no shortcuts to freedom. If you think there are, you might not be thinking clearly about freedom. In fact, you may just be free, dumb, and that's D-U-M-B. Everything short of stealing, I'm talking about begging, borrowing, scratching, and kicking are things you're going to have to do to get where you want to go and to get out of the rat race. To escape the generation that's doomed or escape generation weak-ass sauce is going to take dedication. Remember, success only acknowledges one thing, and that is work. Work is hustle, dedication, and persistence. The sooner you realize that and start developing this muscle, the sooner you are on your way to building a solid business. Not one that you are going to rebuild because it wasn't built on a solid foundation. When one of my mentors said, repetition is the mother of all learning. So are you going to do it and repeat it over and over again? That's how you're going to develop the ultimate muscle. That's how you're going to develop the hustle muscle. Awesome. So the hustle muscle. So some of the key takeaways there, you know, in that last part of the chapter, you're thinking about the, the repetition. You know, right now is a good opportunity if you have a skill or you have a you know, a certain area that you either like doing or you haven't really done as much, right now is the time to get in reps. You know, if you've been thinking about, you know, a haircut or you've been thinking about this, you know, exercise, you've been thinking about this one skill, now's the time to get in reps. Couple of things that we do, you know, to help with training and help developing the muscle, and I'm, I'm doing it right now, I'm using recording devices. You know, so that's a big one. Uh, recording devices, recording everything that you're doing. You know, if you want to get better at something, you know, record what you're doing. Record yourself doing a haircut. Record yourself, you know, speaking, talking. Record yourself, you know, doing a blow dry. Record yourself doing a color application. So those things are teaching tools and you can record it and get the repetition down, you know, so you can then watch it. You may never share it, may never post it, may never put it out there in the world, but that's just one thing that you can do. Um, when it comes to hustling, another big thing is keeping score. 
right? You have to be tracking everything that you're doing. If you're trying to get better at social media and you're, you know, wanting to improve, you know, you not being the market, the market is your followers, your friends, your peers, you not being the market, you might be looking at, you know, a picture and think, oh, you know, I don't, I don't like this or I don't like that or I don't want to share this because of this or because of that. You're not the market. You have to let the market decide, you know, so you put work out and then the market will give you feedback, you know, so if you're trying to get better at doing something, that's the way to do it. It's not going to be, I mean, you can read that chapter over and over and try to get inspired to do something, but until you do the something, then nothing is going to happen. And so that's a big one. Um, so recording yourself, uh, practicing, be a practitioner. You know, if you're trying to get better at anything, being a practitioner, building a business, you have to be a practitioner. I didn't go to business school. I didn't go, I didn't go to any kind of special training on business. I didn't go to any, pretty much everything I do, the way I learn how to do it is I just do it. And then I learn, I get feedback and then I make adjustments. Then I do it some more and then I learn, then I get feedback, then I make adjustments. So whether it be your social media, whether it be starting a business, right? There's some people out there like, think about things you've told yourself, just like I started today at Storytime, you know, talking about this, talking about wanting to do Storytime for a long time, but not doing it. How am I gonna do it? I'm just gonna do it. You know, we went into a little yesterday and I showed and I shared with you guys my, um, my screensaver. You know, it says, just fucking do it. And that's a motivator to me because I, just like you, I'm human. And we all can get caught, we all can get stuck and kind of hesitate and be thinking, oh, you know, what should I do or I wanna do? And so hustle, muscle, if you think about it like a muscle, you know, yes, it's, you know, it's about that work ethic, but what does that look like? And then listening in on some of those, you know, hope you, you took away some of those, like the myths about, you know, a person that's a six-figure earner and averages, you know, working 60 hours plus a week. You know, and then I'm looking at people that are trying to work less, trying to work, you know, two days, three days. You know, there's a there's a book and I probably have it in my library. It's called The Four Hour Work Week. It's a really good book. But when I read the book, the, the title caught me because I'm thinking, hmm, a four hour work week and it talks about, you know, earning this crazy income and you know, Tim it's written by Tim Ferris and I mean he's an incredible author, he's got an awesome podcast. Book is cool. I'm like, I get caught off, you know, by the title, I get caught off guard. I'm like, oh, I got, what's this all about? Four hour work week. And I started going in and I read the book and I realized, and I follow, you know, Tim on social media and his, um, his work. And I realized this shit's not about working less. It's actually about working more, but it's also about productivity and focused energy, right? So just like if you had a magnifying glass, and you were like this over the top, uh, over a pile of paper or a pile of leaves, what's gonna happen? Nothing. You can you be outside and be doing this over those leaves all day and nothing's gonna happen. But what happens when you hold it steady and you catch that beam just right, that beam of sun coming through and you have that focused point of sun on one spot on those papers and on those leaves, what happens? you'll start a fire, it'll blaze up, it'll create a fire because that focused energy. And so the way that you're finding, like, you know, if you're working 40 hours a week and you're not really focused, you could turn that energy and focus that energy and you probably can get, you know, 50, 60, 70 hours of work done in a tighter period of time if you had the focus. You know, where did the 40 hour work week come from? you know, eight hours a day and then you, you put in lunch and you put in, you know, talking to people and you put in, you know, just doing nothing. You know, the average person, if they're at a place of business, if they're at their, you know, place of work, eight hours in that day, real productivity might be five hours, might be six hours. So you have to track it. And then you have to figure out, well, how can I take my productivity to the next level? And when I talk about in that chapter, I talk about Sundays and Mondays, like no off days. I mean, there's something you're gonna be able to do. There's something you're gonna be able to do every single day. And I want you to think about the activity that you're doing 
on the other end of that is that going to be something that's leading to is it leading to potential a new client is it leading to uh, a revenue generation is it leading to brand awareness is it leading to you have sales you have marketing you have brand you know, I spend the majority of my time on brand. I spend the majority of my time on marketing. Those two things kind of put together lead to sales. But what I'm doing, I'm thinking about what could I be doing and what I'm doing constantly. And you have to track it. Now, if you're really going to get into the hustle muscle and start developing that, it's not innate. You know, we're finding some people right now are getting crafty because they have to because it's like survival, but it's not like you're born with that muscle. So if you feel like, you know, you could be doing more, you should be doing more, then you're right. You could be and you should be doing more. But thinking about doing more and then doing something, you know, is two different worlds. And so if you're really going to get out there, you guys, and start pushing that hustle muscle and change your DNA. And that's, you know, that's a part of the reason why I called it hustle muscle. What's your DNA? You know, most of the times you think about, oh, my DNA, it's set. I can't, I can't form it. But you, I'm sure if you look at your arm right now and you look at your bicep, it may look like something right now. And you may say, well, that's, that's part of my DNA, but it doesn't mean that's what it has to look like, right? You start doing some curls, you start, you know, moving some weights, you can change what that muscle looks like. And if you can change that muscle, you can change this muscle. And you can change this muscle. You can change these muscles. And the main muscle, the one that everybody kind of glazes over because you don't see it, right? The one in your head, you know, the main muscle, your brain, your mind, we don't work it out. You know, I wish that, and I have, um, you know, I have, I have visions. I have a lot of visions. I wish that we could take the brain and you would be able to expose it to where you would see what it looks like based on people's you know, work ethic, based on people's output, their activity, their performance. If they could see, like if you saw you know, your, your, your brain and it was just an out of shape, you know, overweight, sloppy ass brain, right? What would you do about it? You'd be like, oh, I gotta get this thing in shape. You know, if you went to the doctor and they were like, oh, you know, like, because the doctors are checking everything. They're checking your physical. They're like, measure your height. They measure your weight. They tell you, stop smoking, you know, drink less, uh, eat more of this, eat less of that. They're looking at cholesterol. They're looking at blood pressure. They're looking at all these things. But the doctor, they're not really saying, you know, your mindset's fucked, right? They're not saying like, you need to, you need to listen to more rolling with a D or you need to read YFYI or they're not saying like you need to get your mindset right. They're not like they're not saying you need to stop watching some of these these programs that are polluting your head and making you think the world sucks. They're not telling you that stuff because they don't see it. And they ask you how you feeling. And what you say is you say, oh, you know, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good. But your mindset is what hustle muscle really comes down to. That's the muscle. That's where that muscle lives. And a big way for me, I think about it, you know, is I try to take, I try to work from the inside out and then I try to work from the outside in, meaning I try to get my mind right, right? And then that'll get me the motivation to do another post, to pass out another business card, to read up on a topic that I don't know about. And then I try to I get that mindset so I could put my output, so I work from the inside out. And then I reverse and I work from the outside in. Then physically, how am I? Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough sleep? Am I doing some, you know, get my heart rate up daily? What can I do then working from the outside in? So it's an inside game and then it comes outside, you know, so it starts here. So if you guys are really kind of right now, especially, you know, you're wanting to build your business, you're wanting to, um, you're wanting to rethink your business, you're wanting to take your approach. You know, we think a lot of times as hairdressers, because it's such a physical activity, that that's the, that's it like we have to physically be doing something or we're not being productive and i can tell you right now like my team we've been making tutorial videos putting out posts yeah being home that doesn't mean you can't hustle so right now especially if you're at home and you're feeling like what can i do i'm a hairstylist i'm not cutting hair i'm not doing anything there's a lot you could do there's i mean from you know making videos tutorials showing how you could do 
simple styles, showing how you could do some maintenance on yourself, product knowledge, informing your guest, you know, sharing some of your, your story, helping people out at a distance. One of our stylists yesterday was talking about, you know, helping, you know, moms and things like that. And we've been doing, so there's a lot we can do. We just got to flex our muscle inside our head and think about what I could do. And then right now, there's so much time, the output is ridiculous. You know, whatever you're thinking about doing, if you 10X it, you know, if you think about it, 10X it, whatever you're thinking about, well, my goal is to post one time today, 10X it, that means 10, go for 10. Because I tell you what, you'd be much happier coming up short on a 10X goal than coming up short on a 1X goal, right? If your goal is one and you do zero, right, that sucks. If your goal is 10 and you end up doing five, you came up short, but that's still five times, you know, you know, than having a, a single single track. So those are some things I want you to think about when it comes to hustle muscle. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the chapter. Um, I had some fun just kind of freestyling on top of that. And you know, so that was chapter number five. Was it chapter number five? Let's go back to the that was chapter number five, hustle muscle, what's your DNA? And yeah, so tomorrow we'll come back, or tomorrow, maybe not tomorrow, just look out for a post, I'm thinking about it, maybe not tomorrow morning, I might do uh, Monday morning if I don't do tomorrow morning, but I'll post either tonight or tomorrow. I know a lot of you guys follow me on Instagram, I've got a couple different streams going, so if you're on Instagram, you'll see on my story, I'll throw up a countdown timer like I did last night to let you guys know when the next one is. Um, so be on the lookout for that. If you're on Facebook, I'm sure I'll probably post something on my Facebook page to let you guys know uh, when that next one is. So if there's any uh, questions or anything before we, before we get going, I'm open to any questions, any comments, any anything before we sign off for today. And I just want to thank you guys for joining. I'm hanging out for story time. You know, this is like Saturday. You know, if you're if you're older, you remember Saturday morning cartoons, right? And I remember like waking up Saturday morning, you know, get a bowl of cereal, go watch cartoons. Well, now it's Saturday morning. It's story time with Sunny D. That's your new Saturday morning ritual um, while we're Corona and out. Uh, but I want to thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for joining story time. Um, any uh, comments, you can always, after the stream, you can leave comments, you can leave questions, you can leave feedback. And also, um, if you guys have the book, awesome. If you don't, or you want to get copies of either of the books, um, you can do those. Just go to yourfirstyearin.com. I think I pinned the website in the uh, Instagram feed. And when you put in the promo code together, it's 10% off everything on our website right now. So if you want to get a copy, I'll mail it out to you. I've been quarantined, I'm corona free, so it's all good. Give you a little, sign a little message in there for you. Um, but you can get one or both um, currently at yourfirstyearin.com. Also the website, um, you'll see other things on there. Um, but then the podcast, if you guys like listening to the podcast, I do podcasts, I've got a couple of them. So check those out, Your First Year In. Uh, podcast, which is the YFYI podcast, YFYI podcast, and also uh, Rolling with the D R W T D podcast. Either one of those, you go to .com, you can check those out. Very cool. So hopefully you guys are having a good morning. You know, I know you know a lot of you guys out there. I can I can see as you're joining, I see the names popping up, and I recognize a lot of you. Um, and I know right now, you know, this is you know a pretty challenging time. Trust me. Um, having you know four businesses that depend on touching people you know salons all be shut down for the last few weeks has been one of the most challenging things for me um, as a business owner i'm um, really as an individual it's a mental challenge it's an emotional challenge it's a financial challenge um, so we're all going through this together but one thing i know about you know us as a people us as a you know a country we're resilient uh, we'll come back, you know, we'll come back stronger than ever. Um, the main thing is that you have to keep the finish line, right? You don't know where the finish line's at, but keep the finish line in mind. You know, this too shall pass. Keep that in mind. You, you're going through something, right? That's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is you're growing through. It's a simple switch. Am I going through something or am I growing through something? 
And I choose to grow through everything I go through, I grow through. Those simple switches, you know, can help with your mindset as, your guy, as you guys are going through this. And I just, I mean, I hope you're safe. I hope your family's safe. I hope your salons um, are safe. I hope you're, you know, mainly you're safe, staying healthy. Um, thank you guys for joining. I'll be signing off for now, but I'll be back with another story time with real soon. Uh, maybe, you know, jump in the comments. Let me know if there's a certain chapter you want me to expand on that you've uh, read already. Or if you missed anything, you can go on either. If you're on Instagram and you go on my Facebook, it's uh, Sunny, S-O-N-N-Y-D-E-E. The replays are staying up there on my Facebook page. That's like my personal page. So you can check out the replays um, on Instagram. They'll be on the stories. They'll stay on the stories for the, I think like the next 24 hours. But you can always drop in comments, questions, uh, feedback. If you guys like story time, uh, you want me to dig into a certain chapter, just let me know. And that's all I got for this morning. So thanks for hanging out, guys. I will see you soon. I'm going to go ahead and end these streams, give you guys some love. Got to hit the wave, right? Got to wave back. Wave back at everybody for joining. Thanks for joining. Victor. Hey guys, Sunny D here. Thanks for listening to that episode of the YFYI podcast, the live story time with Sunny D episode. I'll be recording all of these moving forward for the YFYI podcast. So check out Instagram at your first year in or myself at Sunny D 1.0. And then my Facebook profile is Sunny D-E-E to stay in the loop on all the story times when I'm going live and be on those streams. So thanks for tuning in. Share this episode with a friend, a family, a loved one. Give a rating or review that helps other people discover the podcast wherever you're listening to it, whether it be Spotify, whether it be Anchor, whether it be Apple, Stitcher, wherever you like to listen. I'd appreciate that. And for all other things going on with YFY, just go to yourfirstyearin.com. So thanks for listening, guys. Catch you on the next episode.